last time on Ironhides. You do notice, now that Jacob's brought it to your attention, that there are older folk and then there are children running around, but with a few exceptions, most of the able-bodied adults are nowhere to be seen. There's someone else. They don't live exactly in town. They're a little bit further south from here, but they moved here not too long ago, as far as I can remember. You're, you're looking for... Zach. They're heading for the quarry, right? Yeah, they probably went to the quarry and saw that it was rocks while you and I actually went and did detective work. You never noticed that you and me were the only ones who actually were interested The only in competent people work. in the room. Yeah, I've seen that with my brother quite often. I look down at the sheriff and they look at all of you sort of meaningfully and they just ask, do you want y'all do that? No, definitely not. This we're was... trying to figure out what's If we did, yet. we wouldn't admit it. Well, Zadie, if we're going to ride Posse up on this here ranch, I think we should probably get your brother and uh, Inez back. Yeah, that sounds like the best idea to go about this. All right. So they were heading towards, they were definitely heading towards the quarry. Yeah, the quarry. That's what's here, not a mine. I thought it was a mine for some reason. <laughs> See, I knew that it was a quarry and not a mine. <laughs> You're smarter than I am, Hig. Uh, Hig actually stops in his tracks. That's the first time anyone has ever said that to me. Well, there's a first time for everything. Inez and Emmett are probably walking up from the quarry um, while you guys are walking out to it. So you meet kind of in that no man's land between. Oh, hell, Emmett, Inez, we were just coming to look for you. Hey, what happened? Y'all look like you got into a foot race. Don't even ask. I mean, you can ask a little. It was pretty exciting. Did you get in any sort of trouble? Uh, that's exactly what we got into. More trouble than less. Uh, there's a spirits, uh, soot spirits, it looks like. It got away. <laughs> what? You know, you know, little little fiery smoke demons? About yay big, pointy ears, general sootiness. Wait, wait, really? Or are you messing with me? It shows hands covered in soot. No, I mean, there, there really was something. I mean, Emmett's not just lying to you. Okay, see, because that's my that was my instinct. Really, though, you you had your hands on some kind of little demon thing. Mm-hmm. What happened to it? Uh, it it ran off. The slippery little buggers. Where did it go? I guess points to rocks. Uh, well, that's kind of a molehill to start digging through. Uh, we, on the other hand, uh, talked to Florence back in town. Uh, seems like there's a gentleman named Zachary. He got here not too long ago, and he comes into town very sparsely. I think it sounds just a little bit suspicious, and it's something we ought to look into. Oh, because he showed up in town around the time the people started disappearing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together till just now. Oh, you thought we were just going to go visit him? I thought he was just a stranger, and so when we asked for somebody suspicious, they just picked the new guy. Well, in small communities, that can also be the case. Oh. Well. Okay. I don't think he's gonna be stepping in on that on that relationship you're trying to start up. Don't worry. No, it's not that. I'm just worried about the judgments we're encouraging here. Well, I think it's worth checking out anything that's out of the ordinary. Well, ask a few questions, and we'll make our judgments from there. Oh, okay. You can miss me. 
Toby, let's go. Toby, Toby looks up at me like, dude, I'm right here. You don't, even, you don't have to whistle in my ear. That's not cool. Except that's not what he sounds like. Toby actually does have a have a voice, and he sounds like this. Hey, I'm right. I'm right here. You don't. You don't have to whistle at me. Gosh, I was right behind you. This here's Tobias. He's my talking mule horse. He's a horse, but he is the son of a son of a mule. I, I'm gonna lean over to Zadie and go. Is he is he talking with the horse or just like? I think he's crazy. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. <laughs> Uh, Hig is ruffling the hair between his ears. He says, they think I'm talking for you, Toby. Isn't that silly? These people. I don't think we ought to make any judgments. I just I just think he's maybe been kind of lonely for a while, which is pretty understandable. Yeah, I think he needs friends. Gosh, Hig, I really don't think that you should do the whole voice thing in front of other people. It's kind of way lonely looking. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious, Toby. You're my favorite boy. I love you so much. I love you so much. And then he puts his forehead against his forehead, uh, Toby's forehead, and they just kind of, you know, rub foreheads. So anyway, where are we going to go find this new guy? We're going to cut over. As you're riding up to this little plot of land, um, you are struck by how immaculate it is. Like, the fencing is very good. The, the house that you're riding up to is also very good. Like, it's well-built, sturdy, uh, clean lines, um, well-kept. Uh, whenever you dismount and you kind of walk up to the front door, um, it's painted like a bright, bright red. Um, the doorknob is brand new brass, too. And through the window, whoever's looking through it, you can see a man sitting in a parlor, um, kind of in a chair facing someone sitting right in front of the window uh, with long, dark hair and a very high, high collared sort of blouse. I mean, it's a very feminine figure and she's wearing all black. Is someone going to knock? I'll head up. Hig takes off his hat. I'm going to look at Hig and then take off my hat. You know, it's follow suit. Whenever Zadie knocks on the door, there's whoever's looking through the window can see that the man sort of pauses mid-conversation to get up and answer it. And the the door swings open really wide. And as soon as he lays eyes on you, a, a, a very wide smile sort of breaks on his face. Hello, uh, you must be, you must be dogs. I've been hearing about you by... The townsfolk. My name is Zachary Ramsey. Please come into my home. Well, that's my hell of a welcome. How did, how did he hear about us when we were the first people to ride out here? Well, there are a couple of your kind around here. Um, when I go into town often enough, they, they told me you'd be coming around at some point. Sir, did somebody threaten you with dogs? They say you just being out here was like to attract our attention or something? Because I, I, I ain't too comfortable with people using our our good name in order to scare off new folks. So while uh, you guys have been talking, he's kind of invited you into the the foyer and he looks a little confused by your question. He's like, no, uh, uh, mostly just that you, you rove around. Pardon me. I'm being very rude. I haven't introduced my other guest. Her name is Adriana Kovach. And he like gestures over to the woman sitting in the parlor and uh, looking at her, um, from the back, it was obvious that she was an elegant person, but when she stands up and kind of walks over to shake Higgs' hand, uh, she she has very long, slender fingers, and, and she smiles real lightly and, and just goes, it's very nice to meet you. I shake her hand as an equal, and with one uh, firm down motion of my hand. I've thought about it very hard in the three seconds I had as she was walking over here, 
in my head, I was thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, well, how do you do it? How do you do the handshake thing? How do you do it? It's you, you hold, you let her, okay, let her lead the squeeze. Let her lead the squeeze. And down. We're done. Whew, made it. I rolled to fall in love. <laughs> are you, are you legitimately rolling to fall in love, Waffles? Sure. What, 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 what do I add to that? Probably charm. You know what? Roll harm. What? Oh, no. Uh, whenever you suffer harm, the keeper will tell you what effect it has. Injury severity depends on how much harm you have suffered. But but how do I how do I roll for harm? It's not a roll. It's so a... roll the two die. Oh, and the number on there will be how many? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Wait, he could fall in love so hard he dies. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, f- five. Five. Uh, I rolled a five. All right, that's a four to seven. Um. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna start another clock. <laughs> Adriana, she uh she finishes shaking Higgs' hand, goes to shake Emmett's hand next, and she makes direct eye contact with you, Emmett. And when she does, you feel a little bit of a flutter in your chest. The way she's looking at you makes you feel really self-conscious all of a sudden, in a way you've never really felt before. Um, you kind of like it. You're so focused on this feeling that you don't realize that she has moved on to Inez and Zadie. Uh, you're kind of just standing there with your arm outstretched still um, for this handshake that you've already had. And I think it takes someone kind of knocking into you before you kind of snap out of it. Hig uh, gives him a little bit of a, a shoulder bump. You all right? Uh, what, uh, you, o- you okay? Uh, yeah. I don't know much about soot spirits or whatever, but... It- you know, if they have a, some kind of long-term effect on you, you let me know. Well, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay, you, you spaced out on me there for a minute, brother. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm a-okay. So Zachary is gonna invite everyone to come sit in the parlor, and and when you kind of walk over to that room, you see that the the window that Adriana was sitting in front of has a very nice sort of couch in front of it it's upholstered impeccably just like everything else in this house across from it the the sofa that zachary was sitting on and then a a couple of different armchairs just enough i think to seat everybody adrena is going to take her seat in front of the window and zachary returns to his uh where's everyone else gonna sit Inez sits in an armchair (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna go sit next to the the uh, ma'am Oh no, he didn't hear her name. I'm gonna cross my legs and I'm gonna cross my legs the other way. I'm gonna set my hat on my knee and and just be awkward. Uh, when you sit down next to her, you get sort of the the lightest hint of honeysuckle as you kind of like sit down and the wind of it rushes around you. Uh, but before you can really think about it, Zachary asks, uh, "Would you like any refreshment? Any tea? Uh, some water would be real nice." Um, and I'll also have a water, please. Water will do me fine. Uh, Emma is um, not paying attention to a lot of things. Uh, I was just noticing how everything here is real nice. Uh, like, especially nice. It, it, you, you just moved here, correct? Uh, yep. Yes, ma'am, I did. Where does someone get such fineries? Uh, I used to be a cow herder. And I'm moved up with all of that. And, you know, working with the same animal for, I don't know, since I was 15, I've gotten good at recognizing the good ones and weeding through the bad ones. So I decided to go into the trade myself as more of a baron instead of a a worker man. (laughs) Well, you've certainly done well for yourself. 
this is very nice uh, uh, stuff here. We came back because I don't know if you've heard, because I don't think you could have heard, but the sheriff has unfortunately passed away. We really should have led with that, huh? <laughs> he, is, his, he looks into his eyes to see if he has any reaction, like a normal reaction of surprise. I don't think you find anything amiss when Zachary reacts. Um, he seems incredibly shocked that the sheriff is dead and and genuinely distressed by this news. Uh, takes a second to gather himself and he says, I'm very saddened to hear that. The sheriff was a good man, very welcoming to this town. Uh, excuse me, let me go get your refreshments. Uh, and he kind of just excuses himself and, and walks back into the house. Hey, Inez, uh, he's got a lot of drinks to carry. You think you'd be willing to help him out? I would help, but I, I have a tendency to break glasses when I carry more than one of them. Oh, um, I'm happy to help. So, uh, the two of you are going to go back. We'll get to you in a second. Hig, when you mention that, th- that you're very clumsy, basically, uh, Adriana pipes up from her, from her little corner next to Emmett. You don't seem like a very clumsy type. I don't know why you would think that, miss. I used a, a fun little phrase when I when I said that I break glasses with my hands. Instead, I, I, I was being cutesy, and I think that I was making light of the fact that I am clumsy. Your fingers are very delicate for such big hands. It's an observation, is all. Well, it is incorrect and not correct. So, <laughs> anyway, let's look at somebody else's hands, shall we? <laughs> Zadie is looking at his fingers now. <laughs> Are they delicate? <laughs> Egg puts his hands into fists. Y'all stop looking at my hands now. It's just making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry to make you self-conscious, Sig. It's all right. I just, I don't, I don't know. You ever get real conscious of the fact that you have a tongue? You ever think too much hard about your tongue? That's how I think about my fingers right now. Oh, I feel that way about my ass sometimes. It's real weird. They're just these orbs in your head all the time. Oh, you're, oh no, now I got to blink. Oh no, now I can't I can't blink without thinking about it. This is uncomfortable. I have made things uncomfortable. I'm very sorry. I'm just going to it just pardon me for a moment. I'm just going to go gather myself. I think there's always a bit of uh discomfort whenever the host of a party leaves a room. I say having never been to a party myself, but I have heard enough stories. Uh Adriana picks up the tea that's on the the table in the center of the room and kind of just sips it. (laughs) And as uh, Zachary leads you back past sort of the the staircase you could see from the foyer, past that, uh, past a couple of doors, and then to a very wide kitchen in the back of this house and kind of Leaning off from this kitchen is a greenhouse, and the kitchen itself has vast windows looking out on the rest of Zachary's land. And in the distance, you can you can see the, the head of cattle that he was talking about in the parlor. And uh, he starts sort of puttering around uh, the kitchen, kind of preparing a tray, uh, getting glasses of water and stuff. Um, and he turns to you. Would, you. would you mind going out to the well at all? He holds up an empty bucket. Not at all. Say, this is this is a mighty big house for one person. You live here alone? Uh, Adriana comes to visit me from time to time, but uh, more or less, I, I live alone right now. My father passed away recently. 
Your father. I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. He was an old man by the time he died. He'd lived a full life. I really love that we're establishing that every single one of you is awkward in social situations. <laughs> my charm is plus one. Why am I so awkward? My, charm, my charm is plus two. I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> so are you telling me that Zadie and Hagar are charismatic people in this group? We're the face. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Enos takes the bucket and she goes out to the well. Um, so going out to the well, you you do have to pass through the greenhouse, the sort of like sunroom that's attached to the house in the back. And, and when you do, you're kind of almost assaulted by the smells that you're getting from this greenhouse. Not Not in a bad way. They're not bad smells at all. You do know that the plants that you're seeing here, you've never seen in your life. Like nothing here is really recognizable to you. There are familiar shapes, uh, but the colors are multitudinous and and some of the sizes even are a bit astounding for a plant. Um, but as you, as you pass through the greenhouse um, and you kind of go out back, there's also just a nice sort of vegetable garden out here. I feel obligated to ask if there are peppers. <laughs> oh, not in the greenhouse, but in the vegetable garden, there is a little patch for peppers. They're, they're small, red, little cunning things, and they happen to be uh, one patch over from the well. Not a, not a well, sorry, a spigot. What are those things called? Those pumps? I think they're called pumps. So I think she takes the handle and she, she pumps some water into the bucket. I think she's like just looking around this frankly ridiculous house and grounds, especially for a single person. That actually sounds kind of like a move. Try reading a bad situation for me. Oh, sure. Let me see what my sharp's at. Uh, my sharp is at zero, so I'm just doing a flat roll. Uh, that's an eight. Alright, I think that means you get one question. Are there any dangers that we haven't noticed? So, you're kind of, as you're pumping this water, and you still have an eye on that herd of cattle that's that's in the far distance, sort of a little bit further off, um, and there's also a barn ostensibly to house the cattle whenever there's a storm or during the night. And you also see a cellar door uh, off to the side. Um, as you're studying this barn, you, you know, it catches your eye and you kind of passed over it because it's pretty natural to have one on your land. Um, you notice that it's been very recently painted. And when I say painted, I mean like the red parts of the barn are fine, but things like the door that are, are whitewashed that paint still looks wet to you. Um, I'm going to wander towards the barn. Ironhides is edited by Michael Ben Silva and Palomi Pratap. Emmett Marlowe is played by Chris Mahaffey. Sadie Marlowe is played by Madge Witt. Hig is played by Michael Ben Silva. Inez Signs is played by Minna Riley. And Palomi Pratap is the game runner. Our title music was created by Emily E. Mayo and our recap music by Michael Ben Silva. You can catch new episodes of Ironhides every month on the 15th. 
Follow us on Twitter in the meantime at Ironhides Pod. Thanks for listening.